The following episode contains violence, body horror, strong language, drug and alcohol references, and moments of sexual humor. Previously on Masks and Mayhem. And you see a somewhat perplexed-looking Yarkhalen, Prince of Atlantis, looking around, and you make eye contact with each other. Atlantis is troubled, of course, but things are going well. Uh, Father says hello. Well, I would have probably woken up about 7.30, uh, made breakfast before my loving and, God, so handsome fiancé, Anthony, wakes up. You know, I can imagine that maybe this is my week with the kids, so I make sure to wake him up, spend some quality time with my little Carl. God, I just love that little guy so much. He means the world to me, you know? Ruby's really trying to, like, you know, trying to stick to the letter of, like, you're going to court. <laughs> Here's how. And I think it's actually kind of funny that Laserhawk, someone who has probably been to court many times. Let's put it this way <laughs> I put more effort into going to uh, Ruby's film thing than I put into going to court today. Yardak, you are on the stand with U.S. Attorney Douglas Pennington III staring down at you. He shuffles around papers. Mr. Ambassador, the people appreciate that you are not invoking diplomatic immunity as part of these proceedings. Can you walk us through the key events of the day in question when the breakout at Union Echo Base occurred? In the like audience, Ruby's like, wait, could he have done that? Like, Right? Could I have just like sat this one out? <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, I would like to say that I see no reason to invoke any kind of diplomatic immunity. I feel like everything happened above board, and I see no issue why I couldn't speak on the matter. So, yes, uh, the event was chaotic in question, but I'll try my best. As you know, Lydia got shot by Sloane Matthews, traitor among us. Dr. Alvarado, head of a Union Medical, correct? Yes, 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 that's correct. And after Lydia was shot, there was chaos, obviously. And then we had some high-level convicts escape in the chaos, which, yes, does look bad, but we are doing what we can to rectify the situation. And we did end up apprehending Dr. Matthews and stopping Apocalypse Man, as he is known, and the incidents that happened in Riverside that that night. Of course, of course. And I should be clear that no blame is held, of course, for you or your compatriots who helped to recapture those escaped convicts. Fucking better not be. (laughs) Now, you have worked alongside Union for a few years now, is this correct? Yeah, yeah, it's been a few years. It's uh, actually been pretty great. And would you say Union has been of any benefit towards your uh, work with getting Atlantis brought into the United Nations? Yes, actually. During my work with Union, I have been able to create 
relationships with people such as Raina Morris and Wilhelm Jensen and others in the UN and work with them to get Atlantis a voice on the UN and start helping to solidify relationships between my people and your people in hopes that we can work together. Now, Mr. Ambassador, would you say that Union is still held in high regard by your people? Would you Do you still trust them to ensure the safety of Connecticut, the United States, frankly, the world? That's the easiest yes I can give you. You would say nothing has caused them to falter in your favor? Actually, Union started kind of at a lower point for me when I first joined them, and it took a while for me to become comfortable with them and build trust with them. And, and at this point, if Union needed any help, I would surely do anything I could to make things better if I could. I want Yardak to roll two things. One is a persuasion check, and the next is a perception check. Okay, I was like, it's, it wasn't a lie. It was the truth. Okay, you said persuasion? Yeah. Yeah, okay, persuasion was 14 and with 23. Yeah, you look around and you see the jury appears to be nodding. A couple of them are made just rather solemn-faced. They look like they're trying really hard to be, you know, very impartial jurors. One or two of them you can tell are like, you know, listening intently on your every word. And yeah, the next thing you'll want to roll is a perception check. Well, not as great. 10 and 8 to 18. Yeah, while your attention is rather firmly held towards the jury and towards Douglas Pennington, and I imagine you're occasionally looking over at Agent Kevin Lewis, who is representing Union, uh, you notice someone who is dressed rather extravagantly silently creeps their way into the courtroom and, and takes a seat in the back. I don't trust you. Do you want to take a guess as to who it is? I swear to fuck, if Adrian Hughes just walked into this building, <laughs> I have a spirit credit and I will fly to Boston. Vince, that little shitheel that keeps bugging Ruby, I will fight him. That would be kind of funny, honestly. It is, in fact, your oldest friend. Betsy. Yarkalen, Prince of Atlantis. Oh. Wait, who'd you think it was? I said Betsy. <laughs> the dressed extravagantly part I thought was going to be the giveaway. Well, yeah, but I was still thinking, like, on land extravagant, because I didn't think, like, Atlantis would care about, like, a fucking court case in, like, in fucking Riverside. But, okay, cool. Got my dude. Brock's oldest friend is here. Good to see you again, Jack Daniels. <laughs> Christ. Laserhawk and Visual Aid, you are both also in the courtroom today. Fuck. <laughs> okay. A moment after you take that notice, uh, Pennington says... The people have no further questions at this time. And Margaret Lynch, judge presiding over the case, looks over to Agent Kevin Lewis and says, Does the defense have any further questions? Kevin Lewis stands up, straightens out his suit. Yardak, we've worked together for some time. Indeed, indeed. You mentioned that Union and yourself did not always have the strongest relationship. Would you care to elaborate that on a little more? And about what changed it? After going on some missions and doing field work and work in Union with the people who worked there, such as Betsy and, you know, yourself and Lydia, who was shot during this altercation with Sloan, I learned that everybody there was doing what they could to make things better for everyone else. And even if myself, who was basically taught to not be fearful of, but wary of 
people on land, it did slowly start to make me realize that we were all here for the same reason. Okay, uh, roll another persuasion check. Thirteen and nine is twenty-two. You notice that the jury is not as keen on, on that last statement? And you even see Kevin Lewis sort of, like, wince a little bit? I thought it was good. It was the truth. Sorry, you noticed it particularly when you said about you were told not to trust land dwellers? Be wary. Be wary. And Lewis says, there will be no further questions, Your Honor. Thank you, Mr. Ambassador. And Lynch says, you may step down, Yardak. Indeed. And when you get back to your seat, Lewis kind of turns around and says, hey guys, th- thanks again for coming in today. I think you're all set for the day. We'll-, we'll probably continue some questioning here, but we've got some other witnesses and such. You don't need to be here for it. Dope. I'm going to Moby Dick's. Hmm? Moby Dick's? That is a fish restaurant that I just came up with now. Oh, okay. I want to walk out of the room, and as I walk, like, lock eyes with Yarkalen and be like, come on. And Yarkalen gives a sly smile, and he sort of, uh, in the same way that he came in, slips his way out into the hall. God, I was half worried that for some reason Yarkalen would be called as a witness, so I was going to be like, he wasn't there! The one thing you notice is that this time he is sort of shrouding his identity. He's got sort of a, a set of robes on that kind of covers his face slightly. You notice that they are like a royal, royal navy blue and purple. Because that's not conspicuous in a fucking courthouse. <laughs> that is not helping at all. Uh, it also has like a gold trim around it uh, with different Atlantean symbols on it. I would imagine that I would have left the courtroom at the same time as Yardak. Did Laser Hot come with us? Are we all going to Moby Dick's? Why are you making me say that? Is it, wouldn't it be insulting to take an Atlantean prince to Moby Dick's, actually? I, I, you can go. They definitely eat seafood, because this has been established by Dan's conflicting canon. Okay, but this is like a Long John Silver's knockoff, so calling it seafood's being real fucking generous. So, we walk out, and I want to turn to Yarkalen and say... What's going on? Are you here because of this, or something else going on? Well, of course. I am here to support you. I understand this is a great ordeal. You were talking about the last time I was in town, and it's still going on. So I wanted to surprise you and support you. Oh, thanks. I mean, uh, I feel like my part's pretty much done unless they have any more questions. But, I mean, hopefully it turns out for the best, but it's nice that you're here. Am I interrupting? Can I join you? Oh, no, we actually are done for the day. We can go wherever you would like. I'm strictly here to to join you. I, I may partake in some more recreational activities, but I am keeping this a rather, uh, how do you say, low-key affair. Okay, I can vibe with that. The cloak is not that low-key, buddy. <laughs> oh, is this not proper attire? I was trying to be uh, both presentable, but also unnoticed. Ah, uh, you're fine. Don't worry about her. If it really bugs her, she'll just conjure you up something different. No, I want to see Yardak and Yarkalen in, like, really nice, like, tuxes. Well, we we were just at the uh, UN thing. Oh, yeah. What kind of recreational activities are you wanting to get up to this time? Oh, well, nothing in particular. I do some shopping, and I thought I would take in some sights. Perhaps uh, check into what... What is the phrase? Nightlife in Riverside. Hell yeah, Yarkalen. Let's go uns, uns, uns all night long. 
I uh, Ruby starts like kind of half singing "Let's Go to the Mall" from "How I Met Your Mother," but I feel like that's a copyright violation if I actually sing that. Apparently, I think Lazarok's going to Moby Dick's with or without y'all. You know what? Yeah, if he wants to experience some shit, let's give him an experience. Let's eat trash food. Moby Dick's. Moby Dick's. Moby Dick's. Moby Dick's. Like he's not fully joining in with you. And then I want to turn to him and say, it's garbage. You'll like it. Oh, okay. If you insist. Yeah, it's so bad that it's good. Strange customs up here, huh? Do you not have comfort food down there? No, it's dark and wet and everything is kind of squishy. There's no sugar. You're heading to Moby Dick's or where are we going? And are you calling anybody else? You know what? Give I guess give Bethany a call. Yeah, let's give Bethany. It, was Rickard in there with us? No, actually, Rickard was not joining in the events today. Because Lewis is taking on these additional responsibilities as the lead counsel for the case, Rickard, in turn, has to take on additional responsibilities, the, you know, the very skeleton crew that they have of Union agents. I'm going to text Rickard that we're going there, but under the assumption that he's probably busy and cannot come. Okay, so you're texting Rickard and anybody else? I think we said Bethany. Okay, Bethany, definitely. Okay. Is Ruth Day around? <laughs> Ruthie's always invited, but I didn't know if we were, I thought we were keeping it more low key. Yeah, let's give Ruth Day a call. I feel like you should give Ruth Day a call, though, because you know her better. Gonna call up my girl Ruth. It rings a bunch of times and then goes to voicemail. Hi, Ruth Day here. I'm not able to answer the phone right now. I'm out of town currently. Feel free to leave a message. I'll be back soon. Bye. Beep. Hey, Ruth, Yardak. No rush or anything. Just wanted to see if you wanted to come out for some drinks and some food. Uh, you sound like you're busy. Give me a call when you can. Bye-bye. A suggestion for Moby Dicks. Can they have really good rolls a la Blood Lobster? No. No. Moby Dicks has nothing nothing that is like truly exclusively good, uh, but they are very cheap. For what we call hangover food. Oh. God, I'm thinking of eating seafood as a hangover food, and it makes me want to die. Yeah, New England's a weird place. Oh, yeah, what do you think they sell at Moby Dick's? I'm getting the Ahab meal, which consists of fish and chips. And one peg leg. Is that a drink? Yeah. You text Bethany and you text Rickard. Rickard says he might join you later. Long day. He's just kind of tired. Bethany says, oh, hell yeah, I'll be right there. I love that girl. Always down for a party. Oh, wish down. But yeah, she says I'm finishing up the appointment with my therapist, and I'll, you know, I'm already in the Centennial, so I'll just make my way downtown. Actually, I guess it's worth asking, where is Moby Dick's? I was thinking near the university. I mean, there can be a location there. I imagine it's the chain. So I, I assume I say the one close to the university then. Yeah, I think that's like the halfway point between where she's at and where y'all are at. And did you bring your van today? But I would imagine that most days I, I drove the van into. The courthouse. Has your Kaylin ever gotten in the van before? I don't think so. Make your Kaylin get in the far back. Yeah, he cautiously, like, takes a look at this, you know, dinged up older van, draws his robes on in, and, and takes, like, a very dainty seat. I point to one of the dings. That one's my head. <laughs> <laughs> she has character. Ruby doesn't want people to know how nice it is on the inside, so she's left it a little... A little crappy on the outside. Actually, I like to imagine that it got all fixed up and then you used your powers to re-ding it because you're like, no, this is too conspicuous. I'd be like, you, punch it. And then he used his head. I was like, that's not what I meant. 
It's an uneventful trip. Uh, traffic during the day is pretty light right now. I ask here, Caitlin, what kind of music he likes to listen to. We don't have stereos. He's really unfamiliar with most music, although he did seem to enjoy some of the music he heard last time, which was mostly a combination of like pop music as well as a little bit of metal. We've actually met this person. Ruby then puts on a Carly exclamation point song. Yeah, so you get to uh, Moby Dick's without issue. It's a little bit of a theme restaurant. You know, a couple of lunch patrons, a couple of guys posted up at the bar, drinking their sorrows away. Couple of fake parrot on shoulders. Absolutely. Like, there's full on some pirate regalia going on, including one guy who does not look like he works here. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been a long time since I've read Moby Dick. Are there pirates? I thought it was just. Never read it. No idea. I don't think whoever themed this restaurant actually knows this book. No, they just know how to make fucking money. <laughs> Do they? I mean, you're here. That's that's a good point. Yarkalen looks at the lot of you. Do tell, what have you all been up to since my last visit? I've mostly been working. Uh, my, my day job. Day job? Do tell. The, the job I do when I'm not, you know, doing more extracurricular. I'm, I'm looking around to make sure no one's listening. Yeah, as far as you can tell, there's no one really listening in. It's a job I do when I'm not doing the superhero stuff. That stuff doesn't really pay. And I need money. Interesting. Work for no pay. Barbaric, frankly, but good for you. Barbaric, frankly. Eh, it's more of, I think of it more as volunteer work. Oh, that's, that's nice. And your waitress walks up. She goes, welcome to Moby Dick's. How can I help you today? Give me the Ahab and uh, how do I want to get drunk today? Let's go with a white whale. All right, big spender. And for the Ladia? Uh, can I have the Melville? I'll order the Mai Tai and a half shell. Your Kalen pulls out the menu, and he takes a, a, a long look at it, wordlessly, and he just puts it down and he points lobster roll and says, I'll have one of these. Your waitress says, all right, I'll be right back. Not long after you order, uh, Bethany arrives. She got dropped off by a vroom. She's looking good, kind of all put together. The therapy wasn't too traumatizing, still looks... No, no, she looks in good spirits. Uh, a little better, actually, than you've seen her in a while. I'm gonna wave her down. Come on over, Bethany. Order a dolphin tonic. <laughs> <sighs> I can do this all day. And she walks up, and I think she probably hasn't seen Laserhawk or Yardak or clearly Yarkalen in a while. And she's all happy, and she's giving you hugs. Is Bethany microdosing right now? <laughs> she just came from the therapist, and she's happy and excited and bouncing. That must have been some therapy appointment there, little young lady. Yard Kalen gives Bethany a good hug and, and is like, oh, it is good to see you again. And Bethany just takes a seat and she kind of just does like one of those little two finger uh, things to get the waitress's attention um, and, and orders herself a dolphin tonic. One of these days we have to come up here and split a, split a clownfish bowl. On the news, you catch a little bit about the trial. Coverage seems to be pretty good about it. They're actually talking about today, the person that they had on the stand was Apocalypse Man. Do I need to roll a perception check or something to pay attention to what Apocalypse Man is saying? They couldn't record inside the courtroom, so really most of what they have is like some footage of him being led into the courtroom. 
He's in a pretty standard orange jumpsuit. And the news report states, you know, he's coming from an undisclosed location after the breakout. Uh, they aren't publicizing where he's being kept anymore. I bet you five bucks that courtroom's going to smell like armpit for a week. I'm not betting against that. Do we, like, know where Apocalypse Man has been held? Because I obviously knew where Sloane was. So, no, uh, you do not know where Apocalypse Man has been held, but you did notice in the video that he is being escorted by Secret Service. Hypothetically, not that I want to find out right away, but would I be able to find out with my resources? Uh, yeah, I think if you put effort into it, you could probably figure it out. Okay. Yeah, the only other thing you catch, basically, is a little bit of coverage about the testimony. It appears that Pennington was able to properly position Apocalypse Man to be an example of the failures of Union. It seems... Because, again, they don't have any recordings of inside the courtroom, they don't have any specifics, but it seems as though it did turn the, the overall mood a little more negatively towards Union. That's fine. You get a couple drinks, uh, your Kalen looks like he's having a good time, Bethany's still looking pretty happy, clearly the microdose is taking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little later in the evening now, let's say it's getting like sunset time. Don't get me wrong, advancing the plot in the way that you want us to seems all fine and dandy, but I kind of want to pop in and say hi to my kid. So yeah, I think Bethany refrained from doing a social live, because she didn't know it would draw too much attention being with uh, your Kalen. Like, bad attention. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I don't need, to, I don't need people knowing that I go to Moby Dicks. I'm okay with a lot of negative opinion on Laser Hawk's name, but that's something that's sensitive and private. Hey, Yarkalen, want to have a shot? Uh, Yarkalen's like, oh, I, well, we can do whatever. I'm thinking of, you know, hitting up a club. Yes, let's go to a club. You know me, I can't say no to a good time. Why is he the sassy gay friend right now? <laughs> oh, I mean, he could be. We, we haven't established, I don't think, what his sexuality is, but you could say it's fluid. So y'all are going to head out to the club. Uh, are you cashing out and going to see your kid? Yeah, I kind of turned to everyone else. Tell you what, you kids have fun. I'm in my 40s. I'm going to go see my kid. That That's probably that's probably the right move. I think Bethany is going to turn in for the night. She's got an early appointment in the morning. And your Caitlin kind of pokes fun at her a little bit. He's like, what, you can't be up late and then be up early? Oh, he's at the belligerent stage. And I'm, this is just me deciding. I'm, I'm deciding that it's like there's no production tomorrow. That way I can stay up late. Also, uh, your Kalen has had nothing to drink. He's decided to be a little. Oh, he's just a little shit stirrer. Yeah, he's just a little shit stirrer. How close is the club to where we are now? It's, it's Riverside City. There's a ton of clubs to choose from. You know, there's a lot of like smaller ones that are mostly kind of like venue-y, like, you know, playing some acoustic sets. What is Bethany's state of drunkenness? Is she fine to drive? Let's roll an insight check. 18. She seems, like, right on the line of okay and not okay. Like, she's your friend and you trust her judgment. Okay, then I'm going to ask Bethany. Hey, do you want to drive the van back or are you not good to do that? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, no, I'm great. I'm great. I can do it. Sure. Here you go. Uh, this way she doesn't have to take another room. Those have been getting hella expensive lately. And you get a text from Rickard. He's like, hey, I finally got out of work. What's up? Uh, we're heading to, and then I look up and I go, what club are we heading to, guys? What club are they going to, Brandon? Uh, it should be Club 808. I text Rickard that we're going to Club 808. 
you know, and it and it, this is actually more of like a dance dance club. Could you call it a dance dance revolution? You could. You could, in fact, call it a dance dance revolution. Ruby makes some like sparkly makeup for herself. Makes herself like a, a more of a clubbing dress. Rickard says that he'll leave the motorcycle at work and get a room over to you. Is Rickard gonna show up in like a suit? No, no, he keeps a change of clothes at work. Bethany gives herself a quick tap on the cheek, gets in the van, takes off home. And I uh, text me when you get home to make sure I know you're safe. Will do. Have fun. Bye. Have a nice night. While y'all are heading over there, we're going to turn our attention to Laserhawk, who is presumably going to visit Carl Balea. Spark joy hop across the rooftops by the time I get there, the joint's finished. You know on a Tuesday night, Carl actually stays late. He's been joining the robotics team at school. Oh, fucking neat. Better not work for those Okada tech assholes. I mean, would he still be there at this hour? Yeah, well, because it's only like sunset time right now. Oh, okay. We're just heading to the club real early. Listen, Club 808 is actually a 24-hour club. I assume, yeah, Carl is just sort of getting out of getting out of school now. Uh, just, uh, it'd be real fucking awkward if, you know, with the whole me not having a car situation, is he within walking distance of his school by chance? Yeah, yeah, they live pretty close to the school. Dope. Alright, yeah. I kind of wave at him as he comes out. Some days he rides his bike, but he enjoys a nice long walk. That's my boy. You know, he used to be, like, really rough. He was always tired by the end of it, which is why he took the bike more often. But now he just seems to be, you know, a little, little more in shape. Oh, my boy got that cardio. Or those powers. Uh, so when he sees you, he goes, Dad? What's up, kid? I... Tuesday, you know. Robo- robotics. Yeah, well, you know, I figured that was in the neighborhood I'd walk you home. You okay with that? Sure, yeah. I mean, I told you, like, you know, like you said, Okada comes around, I tell him no. That's my boy. So, uh, as we begin to walk, what the guy you building in there anyway? I mean, like, robots, but... I'm one of the junior members, so, like, it's pretty simple stuff right now. We're learning, like, how to build an arm that can just, like, lean down and pick stuff up. But nothing too extravagant. I mean, hey, it's nice to know that if I ever get in a factory accident, my son will be able to have me covered. Am I building you a robotic arm? Uh, hopefully no. Does your pension not come with health insurance? Look, kid. You know that your mom always read the paperwork. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> I could build your robot arm. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. So, yeah, uh, what have you been up to? Ah, you know, a little of this, a little of that. Got called in for jury duty, so that's been fun. Oh, I thought you didn't have to do that, you know, over here in Riverside. Yeah, I thought so, too, but then I got the letter. Or no, wait, oh, wait, you said jury duty. Yes. You're gonna have to roll deception, then. Sorry, I missed, I just heard, I was conflating jury with court. That's fine, I can lie to my child. Oh, I love you, Big Green, helping me lie to my son. Ah, that's gonna be a 22. He seems, like, wary of what you just said, but he's not gonna really question it any further. Ah, shit. God, he's gonna find out, isn't he? Fuck. All of this is happening in Brock's head. Yeah, mom's, uh, you know, mom's mom's been working a ton of hours lately. She's, uh, but she seems to really like Riverside. Good, good. 
How about you? Are you uh, adjusting to the city any easier? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I've, uh, you know, I, I had those little hiccups, but now that I'm in the robotics club, things have been getting a lot better. Kind of keeping to myself a bit, but I've made a couple friends. Mosey's been giving me some some pointers. Pointers. Yeah, just about how to how to talk to people, but also how to be like more confident and stand up for myself. Oh, thank God! I thought that kid was gonna teach you how to ship someone. What? I started playfully nudging. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, you're just coming to say hi and, and walk me home. Um, you got anything going on? Not really. You know, I saw a few uh, work buddies, but they were all going to get all fucked up and stuff. And don't get me wrong, ten years ago, totally would have been my scene. Now, I have to wake up and feel it in the morning. Yeah, I can't imagine you really, like, (laughs) going to a club. Uh, yeah, no. Unless you do something dumb and I gotta drag you out of it, I'd like to avoid it. Playfully nudge boy again. I I told you I'm not getting in any trouble. I know you're not, kid. Just fucking with you a little bit. I gave that kid back that sweatshirt. Oh, good shit, kid. I'm happy to hear that. You made it clear to me what you thought of it, and I didn't want you to like not like me. Hey, you're my boy. I'm always gonna like you, but I am proud of you. Thanks, Dad. Aww. And back to the club now. Time to get fucked up. Club 808 is just, like, pumping tonight. Like, you can barely hear each other, if we're being honest. But this is the point when your Kalen kind of rolls up and orders a couple drinks. Pulls out a couple dollars, but he doesn't seem, you know, he's still kind of figuring it out. So he, like, definitely gave a guy way more than he needed to, and the bartender didn't correct him. Ah, oh, what a dick. Yeah, keep the tip. He said way more, though. I was expecting like, to give him, like, a 50 for, like, a beer. No, he gave him a 20 for a $10 beer. Rickard arrives at the club. What? What is Rickard wearing? He's got, like, you know, jeans and a nice button-down. I'm not exactly doing the Carlton to the music, but I am dancing in a not-good way. Uh, roll a presence check. Okay, 12 and... 618. People in the club uh, both recognize you and are kind of into the dance. Like, a couple people are kind of, like, joining in. There are a few people in the back kind of making fun of you, but, you know, you're, you're being well-received. When Rickard gets there, Ruby kind of grabs Rickard and pulls him onto the dance floor. Okay, you are also going to roll me a presence check. Well, that's what I roll well on. Uh, 23 overall. You, you and Rickard are really getting into the music. Yeah, you found, like, a quiet corner. You're doing the opposite of Yardek. You're not drawing attention. I just wanted to dance with my boyfriend. Oh, that's funny. Brock playing on dancing with your boyfriend, too. Ooh. I would say get your own boyfriend, but... Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> you see uh, Yarkalen as a group of girls that was sitting at a booth. He kind of just, like, slid into the booth, started talking with them. Hell yeah, get them gills wet. <laughs> Ew. I... <laughs> what is everybody doing now? Ruby and Rickard are heading to the bar now to grab some drinks. I just decided I'm controlling Rickard too, but I figured he would go wherever Ruby is going. Oh, one of those kind of relationships. I in a, You know, in a bar, probably. In a place this packed, yes, we'll never find each other again. 
yes, you follow the pretty lady that you've been dancing with wherever she goes, as long as that's, you know, what she wants you to do. Yardak, are you doing anything? Are you just still dancing? I'm living my best life. I've had a couple drinks. I'm not, like, drunk, drunk, but, like, I'm feeling it. I'm vibing. I'm, like... You've definitely attracted the attention of some very attractive men and women. Oh, gotta keep them wanting more. Ruby's more looking at, at a club thing. Ruby gets a vodka cranberry. Gets away from the whiskey sour this time. Okay. I don't know what Rickard gets. Can I come up with a next drink for this place? Sure. Rickard gets a snare roll. Rickard gets a snare roll. It's very delicious. He enjoys it. Everyone in the club, roll a perception check. Everyone in the club. You just hear hundreds of dice. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what the fuck is about to happen? Wait, what did everybody get? 25. 15. And uh, I got an earful of opinions about Minecraft. It's just, it's better without mods, you know, I keep it, I keep it pure. I think, Ruby, you're just like, you know, you're really enjoying this time out with Rickard, but Yardak, you notice uh, two, two shadier looking characters uh, kind of doing like a little, a little exchange. These blue cross bitches. If they are blue cross gang members, neither of them is wearing the, uh, the normal regalia. And by regalia, I mean bandanas. So then I want to uh, kind of wave bye to my adoring crowd and just kind of slowly shuffle my way back and see if I can't. Your deck, your deck, your deck, your deck. Because I know who you are. I, I know, I know, I know. I'll be here all night and try to meander my way inconspicuously towards them to see what's the haps. Are you trying to do this like discreetly? Yeah. I'm going to want you to roll a stealth check then. All righty. 23. Yeah, after these two guys, like, you know, do their little handoff, do a little fist bump, the one who got the money goes to leave, the one who got the palmed item slumps in the chair, downs a drink, does a little sway back and forth. Okay, okay. So the other guy left, so it's just him, so I want to walk up and, like, kind of, like, act like I'm walking past him, and then just kind of put a hand on their shoulder and be like, hey, buddy, what's going on? Uh, He kind of, like, twists his shoulder, shoves you away, he's like, and and it's a little hard to hear, but he's like, back off, dude. The fuck you think you are? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just saying hello. What's the issue? Listen, man, I don't know you. Keep your hands off me. Got it? All right, all right. You seem to be in a foul mood, let me tell you. Yeah, well, I don't like when, when strange dudes just approach me at the club. I mean, that dude sure looked pretty strange. Why don't you mind your business? Because you're looking cute. <laughs> <laughs> we got a problem? Uh, apparently you have a problem, so... No, I'm saying we didn't have a problem. You came up to me. Now it seems like we got a problem. Uh, then let's make a problem. <laughs> I, remember, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly intoxicated. And he just shakes his head, fuck this. He puts his drink down and he goes to leave. So Ruby still doesn't know any of this is going on, right? Uh, As of right now, no. And as he goes to leave, I want to grab him by the elbow and be like, so what was that little uh, deal I saw there? You're going to get a hero point, but he immediately turns around and cold cocks you. Hey, y'all. Just wanted to take a moment and thank you once again for joining us. Also, a big thanks to those who filled out our listener survey a while ago. We'll reach out to send you something cool if you opted in for that. We took away some really cool information, 
and you even helped pick which of the characters will be getting priority for official art. So be sure to check out our social media pages at MayhemCast as we roll that on out. I'd also like to talk to you about a new podcast on Pope and Todd's Traveling Circus, our very own Pope Brandon Brownson and his good friend, musician and wrestler Todd Gilbert discuss all sorts of topics from nerdy pop culture to the meaning of life itself and anything that might come up on Pope and Todd's Traveling Circus. Check them out. There's a link in the description as well as on our website. And now let's get back to the game. Okay, now does Ruby see this? Yeah, this is the point where Ruby really gains awareness to the point that you fly back a couple feet and hit the wall. Oh? Ruby goes, oh, damn. Uh, and you hear the <laughs> record scratch. <laughs> uh, Ruby rushes over to your deck. Meanwhile, on the other end of town, see, all we had when I was your age was, like, Metroid, you know? We didn't have cool games like that. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired of Minecraft, though. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. Mosey's still obsessed with it. Well, Mosey's a bit younger than you. You know what you should be playing? You ever heard of Element Fighters, kid? Best fighting game ever. What is this a knockoff of? Uh, every fighting game of the 90s. So yeah, you're running over to Yardak? Is that what you just said, Rachel? Yep. You know, people are kind of yelling and kind of like making a circle now uh, around you, like kind of giving you a bunch of space. Uh, Rickard does pull out his gun and goes, Union agent, stand down. And what are you all doing? Uh, I'm shaking my head from that hit, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm going up to Yardak and going, how many fingers do you see? Enough. <laughs> You're looking at this guy. He does not look too, like, put off by the situation. Kill him. However, uh, roll a perception check. Not 20. Which would be a 24 overall, but... 18... I just rolled in that 20. How beautiful is the sunset that my child and I are walking toward? <laughs> it is a beautiful sunset. The guy that just hit Yardak sort of steals himself. He's kind of dressed pretty similarly to Rickard, actually. Kind of like the jeans and button-down look. You said he steals himself? Like he, like, starts prepare, like, look like he's, like, preparing for a fight? Yeah. So you both notice this, then. And another guy pulls out a gun and puts it at Rickard's head. Oh, bitch. Well, I don't like this shit. I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm trying to think how I can defuse the situation. The fact that I'm not dressed as visual aid right now. Meanwhile, back to the Baleas. God, that sounds like a sitcom. So, uh, any girls catch your eye? Fuck, I don't know, any boys? Uh, not, not really, no. Like, I know, like, some kids my age are, like, starting to, like, get, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends and them friends and... Them friends? <laughs> I guess I could have just said partners, but... I like them friends. That sounds like something my kid would say. But yeah, that's just been not really me, you know? Oh, I was a late sprouter, so... I can understand that. Mom's got, like, a new boyfriend. No shit, your mom's dating again. Yeah, you didn't... Oh, you didn't know? No, no. Anytime me and your mom talk, it's usually, Hey, I need you to do this. Hey, your kid did this. It's usually something pretty good about you. Oh, okay, well... Sorry if that was, like, awkward, breaking that to you like that. 
Ah, no, it's fine. Me and your mom have been separated for long enough. Things are fine between us the way that they are right now. I mean, you met the guy yet? No, she just mentioned one night, like, she was going out, and, uh, like, she was gonna be home late, so she gave me some pizza money. Fuck yeah, pizza money. Where you go? Uh, yeah, I went to uh, Italiano's. Hell yeah, that's some good pizza right there, boy. Uh, yeah, um, had a little bit left over, so I got myself some ice cream. Hell yeah. You go to Dairy Dream? Fuck yeah, I mean, yeah, I went to, uh... Hey, it's alright, just don't let your ma hear you use that word. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I got, uh, I got, like, a, a big fudge in the day. I've been, I've been so hungry lately, like, uh, I'm eating a lot, but I'm just so hungry all the time. Just, yeah, let's go up puberty, kid, get used to that, you're gonna be the hungriest you've ever been for the next few years. Okay, I just feel like I'm eating so much more than all the other kids. Well, I mean, you come from tall stock, you're not exactly one of these, uh, short-sprouting weeds that you're in the school with. You're gonna be a tall boy. How old is Carl? Like, 14? He was born in 2007, so... He'd be 14. I hate that. What? That 2007 equals, like, double digits of a person? Yeah. Everything else been good with you physically, though, kid? Yeah, yeah, um... You know, just been... I'm doing really good at gym class now. I know that that's new. No shit. Look at you. Yeah, I didn't... I don't really want to do, like, sports or anything. I just feel like I'm doing so well on the robotics team, and I feel like if I tried to add any more, it'd be too much. No, oh, no, I totally understand that. But hey, nothing wrong with enjoying physical activity. The older you get, the more you gotta do it, so it's nice to start building the habit now. Would you like to start, like, uh, maybe, like, going on runs with me? Would I ever? That sounds awesome, kid. Okay, I just, you know, you've been, you've been living here for a while, so I thought maybe it'd be a way for me to get to see more of, more of the city. It's a good idea. I've actually, uh, thinks back to the rooftops I've jumped across. I've actually come across some pretty nice-looking walks. I think you'd enjoy it. Or, I guess, runs, if that's what you're into. Yeah, now by this point, um, you've walked back, you've reached his house, him and his mom live in the Centennial, so you know, like, the northeast part of town. You can look up, you can see the Chicote Mountains, if you look behind you, you can see the downtown skyscrapers and whatnot. Huh. Of course, with a view like this, I don't see why you'd want to run anywhere else, kid. This is... Wow, your mom did good for herself. Yeah, um, yeah, she said, even with the pay cut, you know, it's been, uh, real good. Uh, a lot of opportunities for growth, I think is how she put it. Good, good. Your mom's the kind of person that doesn't like to sit there and do the same thing for too long, so that's a relief to hear. I guess I'm probably going to go inside. I really should get some homework done. Um, did you, did you want to come in, or? Yeah, sure, if you want me to. I could pop in and hang out for a while if your mom's cool with it. Yeah, she's going to be out, out for a while. I think she's on a on a date. Yeah, what the hell? I'll pop in for a while. Probably shoot your mod text real quick just to let her know. Okay, cool. I've still got leftover pizza. Fucking right. Now here's the important question, my son. What kind of pizza? 
and we cut back over to the club. I, Ruby has questions. Yeah, what's up? So when you say to his head, is the gun like touching his head or is it like just aimed towards him? It was it was close enough that he heard it go when the guy pulled back the hammer. It's maybe like an inch away. Okay. The, my other question about the booths were, are we near the booths? Yeah, you were pretty close to the booths. In fact, Yarkalen looks up. He looks shocked, but a little frozen. And, but there are people still in the booths, right? There's absolutely people still in the booths. In fact, like I said, everyone kind of moved away to give you more space, so it kind of like pushed people into the booths more. Okay. I am also kind of trying to do this stealthily, but I want to use my hero point for a reaction to try and make a box around the gun that's like aimed at my boyfriend. Okay. But I don't necessarily want people to know that I'm the one doing this. Okay. I'm going to want you to roll a stealth check and then a creation check. Can I use my hero point for the pizza to be really good? I'm not going to make you waste a hero point. This is Italianos. This is the good shit. Oh, I forgot. I put a, I put a ton of shit in stealth. It's it going to be stealthy. 24 overall? And yeah, as far as you can tell, no one notices that you're uh, sort of reaching out. And uh, did you roll for creation? It rolled right off the table. I'm also 24 overall. You're kind of like, Leaning over Yardak, turn and kind of point your hand towards this guy with Rickard. Mm-hmm. And a box shimmers around the gun. And when the box forms into being, like around his hand and around the gun, the weight causes him to like drop his hand. Now the gun then goes off, but it wasn't pointing at Rickard anymore and it just shoots into the ground. Everyone roll initiative. Oh. Oh. 18 for Initiatov. 17. And one last one. Okay, so the first gang member, the one that punched Yardak. Yeah. Steadies himself, kind of takes a boxer's stance. Come on, man. Don't make me do this. You've already started this. What did you expect? I'm just saying I'll, I'll end it. You got you got a shot to to head out. I think we'll take our chances. Um, and Yardak, what is your parry plus ten? Uh, eighteen. So he jumps into the air and just slams down on you with his feet. Oh, okay. A little spring heel jack, huh? Yep. Uh, roll a toughness check. Ooh, pretty decent. Sixteen and nine is twenty-five. So when he kind of like springs back off you, it knocked the wind out of you and you're still prone, but you're not, you're not going to take any real hit from that. Mm. Uh, it is your turn. Okay. From the ground, I want to shoot a water whip and wait, cause he jumped away. He sort of like jumped, landed on you and then kind of rolled away from you. So he's like pretty much adjacent to you now, but he's not like on you. Okay. When you say roll away, is he standing now or is he standing? Um, in that case, I, from the ground, just want to just take a water whip and just literally whip it right at his face. You're going to want to roll an attack, but that's going to be with a negative two penalty. Plus eight is 24 minus two is 22. Okay, it hits. And what's the DC? 24. So you slash out and it just... Smacks him right in the face, cutting him right along the cheeks. Hell yeah. And you can see his blood is kind of like a little bit of like a, a black oozing to it. 
Oh, that's not good. Gross. Don't like that. No, thank you. Collect some of it in the pile. I want to test it. I'm still trying to figure out how to not give away my identity. Did you do anything else, Yardak? You still have your move action. Yeah, let's say I'll, I'll hop up. Did you do anything else? Well, no. Uh, yeah, I attacked and did move, so... So, Ruby, it is your turn. Um, okay, so I'm guessing the people in the booth have not had time to exit them? Correct, yeah. Everyone is sort of, like, a little bit frozen in fear, you know, based off the gunshot that just happened, and the oozing <laughs> blood man, and the extremely strong punch. I'm assuming, does this club have windows? I'm assuming no, right? It has, like, those tiny little, like, uh, almost, like, basement-style windows up towards the top. I, I thought of something, and I don't actually know if I could do this. Hmm. If I can create, like, beer, can I create, like, water? Okay, Jesus. <laughs> Presumably yes, but not too much based on your current rate. Because I can't, I don't think my, I can't make people feel this, oh, God, I, oh, God, I can't word it like that. I was going to try to make it seem like the sprinklers or something like that were going off. And I was going to say, but I can't make people feel wet and... <laughs> you know, phrasing. Yeah, exactly. Um, look, my boyfriend's, like, getting held at gunpoint. It's not my kink. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ruby is canonically not into gunplay. <laughs> I mean, sure, but, like, do we need to write that down? Going in the wiki... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to, this is a, an illusion. I'm going to make it sound like sirens and the police saying, everybody, please exit the club. Okay, do you do anything else? I move closer to, um, I'm guessing there's also like a bathroom. Yeah, yeah, you're not too far from the bathrooms. Well, yes, there is a place to do cocaine in this club. I start moving as far as I can towards the bathrooms. You're not, like, in in the bathrooms, but you're at, like, the entrance to the bathrooms. I'm acting like I'm running away from the situation. Sure, sure. How is my illusion, though? So people can see, like, the lights coming from outside. The crowd seems, like, a little relieved. It's still kind of panicking to get out. The guy who had the gun is, like, freaking out a little bit more. The other guy seems, like, perfectly calm. Is the gun still in a box? Like, how does that, like... Gun is still in a box. I mean, his hand is caught in the box, too. But it's also, like, heavy and dense, so he can't really hold it up too well. Mm-hmm. Okay, and has this started the crowd, like, starting to evacuate? Some of them are a little confused. They're like, it's been, like, three seconds, and the cops are already on it. In Riverside? <laughs> Just be grateful and get the fuck out! Yarkalen jumps up from the booth he was at, whips his robe off into the crowd dramatically, and says, Halt there, ne'er-do-wells! Okay, Hercules. Except not Kevin Sorbro, he's a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. Yarkalen reaches out, and the guy who had the gun and his hand is now caught in a box just starts screaming. Hell yeah. What the fuck, is he bloodbending? Uh, yeah, the guy basically starts, like, crying blood, and this also causes the crowd to panic as well. But Yardak, you would be aware that it is extremely frowned upon in Atlantean society. You really gonna try to make me fight my best friend? You, you're being like, he's my boy, and you should not be. You shouldn't be doing that even if it wasn't frowned on in Atlantean society. But he's saving the day. Yeah, and terrifying the fuck out of this crowd, who is now, like, trampling over one another to get out of here. Yeah, like, we get it, you're a badass, but you, you made your point. Um, 
The guy he is bloodbending screams and then passes out. And he falls forward and you hit his you hear his head crack on the block. No! Million dollar baby! It is now gang member number one's turn. And he turns and he sees his friend who just like, you know, cried blood, passed out, and cracked his own head against the ground. He immediately flees Kool-Aid Man style through one of the walls. And it like defense mechanism of just like being like what the fuck is happening actually goes oh yeah <laughs> people are still trying to get out of this building in fact a few of them now have started like fleeing through the hole he made okay and it was only them too right as far as you saw yeah i don't want him to die but i want to chase the man but i feel like it will come back to bite me in the ass um i want to yell over to yar hey yar you chase after him i'm gonna heal this guy don't chase yeah, that's the bad guy. This is just a, like a lackey. We're like, you go chase after him. I'm going to heal this guy so he doesn't die. And then we will be joining you. The mental gymnastics that we just done to justify that. What? If this person dies after these people just had an... No, I get you wanting to heal it. I just feel like we should not be trusting your Kayla to take people down. That's his boy. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, uh, yeah, Yarkalen Yar- follows your advice and sprints out, kind of pushing people out of the way as he goes through the wall. Oh, my God. Oh, you just fucked up, Yardak. Uh, are you trying to heal this guy? Yeah. Uh, Ruby, what are you doing? Um, are we out of initiative now? Uh, essentially. But, I mean, you're still in this club. I go into the bathroom real quick and visual aid myself. Uh, yeah. Shoom, shoom. And then after that, I'm running after Yarkaelin to make sure Yarkaelin doesn't fucking murder this guy. And then what's Rickard doing? Like, basically, like, he's just kind of holding his head. Like, he's clearly not injured, but he's, like, tapping on the side of his ear. I'm running out when I text, heal my boyfriend. I'm not going to check my fucking text at this point in time. I'll yell, heal him too, but there is a text that says, heal my boyfriend. And again, I'm not going to see this text when I'm trying to save people's lives. I'm booking it after your Kaylin because I'm not trusting him right now. If he tries to bloodbend again, just put him in a box. So are you going to roll roll your healing check for this guy on the ground? Okay. I'm only 18 healing. 10, 25. You got him just in time. Like, you could tell, like, he definitely, like, Million Dollar Baby snapped his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Blair house. Oh, should I have sent a text to him, too, and be like, by the way? Probably should have. Who also knows what Pam's up to? We don't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, back at the Blair house, the pizza. Very good. Fucking right. Love Italianos. So he keeps it pretty plain. He just gets a little uh, pepperoni, a little bit of uh, hot sauce, and some Parmesan. Fucking right. That's all you need. Yeah, he likes it spicy. And then he likes to get some ice cream after. No, I I raised this boy right. Well, someone did anyway. <laughs> yeah. Carl, you know, looks like he's deep in thought. Hey, what you thinking about, kid? Anthony. Oh. Ah! <sighs> it's just real messed up what happened, you know? It is, kid. It's not right. Do you ever think about, like, you know... Constantly. Do you blame Laserhawk for not saving him? Uh, uh, 
Based on what I know about the old hawk, I assume he did the best he could under the circumstances. I just... I wish I could have done more. Yeah, me too. Sorry, I know it's probably still really hard for you to think about. No, no, kid. When I told you you could talk to me about anything, I meant that shit. Thanks, Dad. Hey, I've got, um... I've got a cool English assignment, or I assume it's cool. You seem to like school stuff. What do we got on the docket today, boyo? Uh, yeah, it's this this novel. I think it's from, like, the 40s. It's called A Separate Piece. Ah, see, the thing about A Separate Piece is that I've never read that book. What's it about, kid? I think it was supposed to be about gay people, but, like, they weren't allowed to talk about that back then. Yeah, that checks out. Want to look on Wikipedia just to be sure? They're usually pretty good about finding gay subtext. You and your son sit down to research this book for his English essay. Bet. Love my boy. Meanwhile, back on the streets. Ruby, as um as you come out through the hole in the wall, you see Yarkalen basically using jets of water to burst himself into the air, almost like essentially levitating. And hovering. And I... uh, Do I see the guy? You do see the guy. He is moving at a pretty good clip. Like, he's running. I do genuinely kind of want to put him in a box to protect him from your Caitlyn. So, yep, roll an attack check. Uh, 18. 18, yeah. Actually, uh, that is effective. Uh, Now he needs to roll a dodge. What would the DC on that be? Okay, then that would be 17. Okay, well, not that it mattered too much, because he rolled a nat one. <laughs> and his and his dodge is not that high. Uh, describe what this looks like. Uh, Ruby is, like, running after them and is looking up and seeing, like, the Yarkalen's going full f- fucking, like, god of the sea shit happening. It's, like, instinctively makes a box around the bad guy to make sure they capture him, but also protect him from whatever the fuck your Caleb is doing. And you see, I imagine, like, the front of the box that he's running, like, he runs into the front and the rest kind of forms around him after he hits it. Mm-hmm. You see him go to slam against the wall before it seals him in, and now he's sealed in the box. And your comes to a stop, and he turns back to you with a fury in his eyes and said, What are you doing? We've captured him. We're done. Fine. And he begins to, like, lower the water pressure and descends back to the ground. I did not need your assistance, Ruby. I'm used to working on a team. You're right. My apologies. The task has been completed. Um, Ruby is trying to, like, defuse the situation. Perhaps we should regroup with Yardak, call the proper authorities to come take this man. No, he's bleeding black blood. I wouldn't give him to the cops. He burst through a wall. That's the thing. Everything's a little up in the air right now as to who you call. You could call a union, technically, or, you know, Secret Service, uh, the army. Also, Yardak, roll another healing check if you are going to try to heal a record. Well, here's hoping, buddy, because that's an 8, and 10 is 18. He only just got a little bit of an ear issue, so he'll be okay. Record just has tendonitis now. (laughs) Like, he says his his inner ear still hurts a little bit. He says it's almost like there's water trapped in it. And I just want to be like, yeah, I know the feeling. But he's mostly okay, and he shakes himself off. And he looks at you, Yardak. Is that guy? Is he okay? 
we'll have a talk, but I don't know. Maybe it was just uh, the drinks, and then he just wanted to play hero. Maybe it just got to his head. No, I meant the guy on the ground. Oh, <laughs> million dollar baby. Yeah, he's fine. He'll live. I guess he's heard so many stories about like the stuff we've done here. I guess he just wanted to be a badass. I, I don't know. Maybe a couple too many drinks. Ruby is going to call Yardak from this because uh, Ruby is scared to leave this box alone with your Kaylin. Hello? Hey, we apprehended the, the guy. I, I have him in a box. Oh, good work. How's your Kaylin? A little frustrated. Yeah, he uh, definitely got a bee in his bonnet. Uh, should we call Shepard? Yeah, I'd rather have her be the one that responds to all this bullshit. I just imagine, like, every time she sees our number on her phone, she's just like, fuck. Is it possible just to add her to, like, add her to this call? Yeah, yeah, you can add another person to a call. I just add Shepard to the call. Shepard, yeah. Hey, Zoe. <laughs> Hello, Visual. What's, what's the sitch? We were at Club 808, and there were some powered people? I think that guy was definitely powered. I don't know about the other one. But we... One of them is in a box. One of my boxes. And the other is... How, how is the other guy? He, he's a little fucked up, but he'll be fine. We're going to give him some better attention here in a second, but he's definitely stable. Okay, I'll get the, the special squad on it. I will see you in a bit. All right, hold tight. I'll be there in a little while. Thank you. Ruby calls Laserhawk and be like, Hey, I feel like you should know about this situation. Uh, hang on, give me five seconds to take this phone call. And I step outside before I answer. And I said, right, I'm pretty sure it's all taken care of now. And kind of steps away from your Kaylin. And I was going to say, I relay what happened. Because I don't feel like repeating all of that. Oh, fascinating. And I go, you know, I actually go, did you ever watch Avatar The Last Airbender? Uh, what was that? The one with the blue people? No. Oh, fucking Christ. Ah, then now. Yeah, I I think I'm staying by the box because I don't trust Yarkalyn to be left alone with this box. And I'm kind of trying to, like, talk to Yarkalyn because i trying to, like, calm him down. I've been like... Yeah, you know, before it got all crazy, the the club was pretty fun. Are you into clubbing in Atlantis? Yes, I was having a delightful time. I noticed you were talking to some girls. The Yes, they do seem to like me up here. You try to get some fan, baby. <laughs> Women, men, everyone likes me everywhere. Oh. And I go, well, good for you. How long are you uh, on the land for? She's just like checking her watch. Like, how long do I have to deal with this bullshit? <laughs> you can always just tell him to go back to me. Um, you know, I honestly don't trust him out of my sight right now. It's probably nice to have been able to see Yardak more more often lately. Honestly, yes, it has been. It's been delightful to see such an old friend and to see him grow in his role and represent our people. Yes. He has been a good, a good servant of the court. Yes, he's he's always been a, a great ambassador. It's been uh, my pleasure to watch him grow in that role. I'm sure you having such a high opinion means a great deal to him. 
you know, I'm trying to check my watch, like, when the fuck is Zoe getting here? Not long after that, police pull up. You see, like, a, a special squad comes in with some power dampening cuffs. And I go, uh, he's in there. And when they get close, I I make the box fade away, but I'm also, like, uh, in a fighting stance because I don't know what this, like, if he's ready to fight or whatever. You can see the the wound that was on his face has gotten a bit worse. And he just looks a little bit feral, but he kind of sees that he's surrounded um, and just stops himself. Oh, before we go, I so we should probably go grab Yardak. We could heal the wound on his face, at least. You know what? We got doctors. We'll heal him up. Cuff him. Ruby's trying to do damage control for the for the Atlantean people right now because of whatever the fuck the person's into. Yeah. That's why I needed to save Million Dollar Baby because if he died, ooh, these relations, they'd be getting tense. The guy goes to resist and he catches a look from Yarkalen and just decides not to, to not to fight back. Ruby's like, oh my god. <laughs> I have been helping Yardak with his UN shit for too long for me to fuck it up. That's just like in Ruby's head. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he is now in RCPD custody. Then I go, perhaps we should go join the others. I say this to Yar Kalen. Yeah, and as you get back, you see the police are also escorting the other guy out, and Rickard's kind of like finally looking back to normal. I uh, I go check in and be like, hey, hey, babe, how you doing? He takes you in a he takes you in a real close hug. Aww, that was scary as hell. And I go, yeah, and I stare at Yar Kalen. Like, I kind of glance at Yar Kalen. Roll an insight check. Actually, you can roll one too, Yardak. Okay. I am not insightful at all right now. <laughs> 13. Oh, 22 altogether. I think you both can tell that Yar Kalen looks a little upset with Ruby. Yardak, you can tell probably because of how close you are to one another that he is, is rather furious. And you remember that he's a very proud man and doesn't like to be shown up. Yeah. You can also tell that Rickard is now a little wary of Yarkalen as well. I mean, that's it's warranted. I don't blame them. <laughs> I want to kind of take Yarkalen to the side and, and just be like, look, man, like I'm... Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, did you like, you're like, I'm really happy you stepped in there. And they, I mean, you, you really helped us out. Uh, we just kind of have to be not so uh, brutal. When uh, dealing with people, I mean, I, I, I get it. You were, you were solving the issue. I, I don't blame you, but we can't just like make people cry blood. Yeah, they're they're a bit squishier up here, and then with all the bridges we're trying to build between Atlantis and the UN and the rest of the surface world, uh, having a, a death on our hands is not going to look good for us. I suppose not. Like I don't blame you. You you definitely saved our asses, but. I didn't think it would be that big of a problem. He survived, didn't he? Uh, well, yes, but only because I healed him. He was about to die. Sometimes that's just how it goes. You're right, this is your area of expertise, and I am, am just a visitor to these lands. I just wanted to see my friend. Can we adjourn for the evening? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll have to uh, find a way to scrub the evening and make it better tomorrow and find something better to do. Indeed. 
as you go to leave, you do notice he sees like one of the girls he was talking with in the club and he gives her like a flirty wink. Oh, does she receive it well or recoil in fear? No, she like very much so does not appear to take it well. So Ruby, what do you do? And I just, you know, I just turned to Rickard and be like, God, do you just want to go home? Yeah, you want to you wanna go to my place this time since it's closer? Sounds good to me. So you and Rickard head back to his place. Brock, what are you, what are you up to? Well, I guess that is, in fact, the thing about a separate piece. Thanks for going on an educational journey with me, boy. Yeah, Dad, thanks for joining me. You think, you don't think this is going to be, like, too much for my teacher? Nah, nah. If anything, she'll probably look at it, see how long it is, and give it an A. <laughs> That's what I used to do. Half my papers were always bullshit. And he checks his phone. Yeah, so I think Mom's gonna be home soon. Say no more, I should probably get moving. Thank- thanks a lot for joining me today, Dad. And if you ever wanted to, like, you know, stop by the robotics club and see some of the stuff we're working on, that'd be pretty cool. Dude, are you kidding me? That sounds neat as hell. I'd love to do that. Aw. Alright. Well, I'll see you later, Dad. Yep, you take care of yourself, boy. Call me if you need anything. We'll do. Love ya. Love you too. Night. And, uh, yeah, I head out. Walk, uh, probably like two or three streets away before I duck into an alley, slap on the domino mask, and get to jumping. I'm gonna shoot Ruby a text, like, everything dealt with, or do you need me? Uh, all good. Alright. If you need me, you know where I'll be. My boy got me to think that Minecraft might be kind of fun, so I'm going to give it a try, finally. Ruby is now, like, exhausted. She's definitely wearing one of his, like, union t-shirts to sleep. So meanwhile, uh, back at Yardak's home, mm-hmm. north, near the North End, you arrive back and Yard Kalen sets his robe up along the wall. Mm-hmm. Thank you for allowing me to stay with you tonight, old friend. Oh, definitely. You know it. Uh, my place is your place anytime. I don't know how long I can stay in Riverside. Yeah, no problem. You got things to do. He seems very hesitant. Can I roll a persuasion? Yeah. Okay. Be like, no, no, no. You can. I'm all ears. Let you know me. Oh, that was a good one. 26. Fine. I might as well tell you I... The king has not been forthright with you lately. In what way? He is putting on a brave face, but things do not go well in Atlantis. More insurrection? Yes, more insurrection, more people in the street talk of uh, reforming and, and changing, and he has is, well, cracked down on that considerably. It is a contentious time. Fort Sephora, which you know is where the royal family lives, it's like the citadel at the center of town. Fort Sephora is really the only place that I can be anymore. Uh, we we don't dare venture out into the crowds. Oh, it's that bad. I did not get official sanction to come here. I felt it was a it was best that I quietly get away for a time. Would it help you if I would go back with you to see if maybe I might be able to help at all in smoothing things over? No, no. F- Father made it clear that this is meant to stay within the bounds of Atlantis. I don't think he wants to worry you, but I I am worried. Uh, then what would you suggest? Because I, I want to help, and 
I, I would happily go back to Atlantis to do anything I could to ease the tensions. For now, old friend, continue doing what you're doing here and do as father asks of you, but I needed you to know that he he's not fully trustworthy right now. Oh. Be mindful when he speaks to you. If he's hiding this from you, who knows what else he may hide. You were right, that is heavy to know, but also very important to have. I thought it was improper of him to put the weight of our relations on you without being fully truthful to you. You know, I, I do agree with you there, but you have been truthful with me right now, so I will take it under advisement in any future dealings I have with the king, and I think it will help in decisions that I make going forward. I'm sorry to lay this burden on you. No, no, it uh, was, I, I needed to know it, so you you helped me, actually. I think I am ready to sleep for the evening, though. It has been a night, I do agree with you there. Do you have a guest chamber that you will be able to stay in? Chapter 52, On the Stand, Part 2 Masks and Mayhem uses the game Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. The show is written, produced, and made in defiance of Atlantean customs by myself, R.C. Byler. You can follow us for free forever on all major podcast platforms. You can also review us on podchaser.com. Our official art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by A.J. Solomon. Our theme music is by Pope Brandon Brownson. Additional music credits, social media links, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. Yeah, uh, what did we think of the return of Yarkalen? He's oh, a snotty little ass. <laughs> Holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> For a second I was like, is this motherfucker going off the deep end? Am I going to have to fight him? I was genuinely like, oh my god, are we going to have to fight an Atlantean that like Yardak is friends with? Also, apparently he doesn't like Ruby anymore. Bro, what a fucking great episode to be laser hog. Honestly, he got to talk about Minecraft and eat pizza. Dude, genuinely, that was fun. I got to just hang out with my kid and, like, get fish. Ruby had a nice moment with her boyfriend. She got to dance, and then... Until he got shot right next to his ear, and he lost some of his hearing there. You know what? She She's getting to spend the night. I mean, that was mostly Yardak, but what'd you think about the trial? This was a Yardak, I think, a Yardak-heavy episode. Kinda, yeah. Well, but I didn't really get any... I was not part of the trial at all last time, so, like, it was my... Time for me. Um, I thought the trial was good. Although, I feel like Ruby keeps getting anxious of, like, when the fuck are they gonna call me? Yeah, they're gonna keep making you come to court, but you don't actually go on the stand. I'd be like, what the fuck? I mean, I hope they don't call me up again. I didn't incriminate myself with Union the first time. I cannot guarantee that a second go through. Yeah, you really turned the Crown Prince of Atlantis into a real fucking butt pipe. <laughs> 
Uh, maybe when they're alone, Ruby will ask, why are you friends with him? He's going through a tough time. Um, no, I thought the, like, at the club stuff was fun. I'm at the end, I'm glad Bethany wasn't there, because that would have been a whole thing, too. Like, oh my god, protect Bethany. Okay, look, I think Bethany's used to running from danger whenever she gets to see her friends. It's fine. She's in therapy, too. That's probably where she went home. She's like, you're not getting me to no secondary location. <laughs> Jesus. She's like, I've seen the uh, Investigation Discovery Channel. Street smarts. I was, I was going to say, what do you think about the bad guy? But I don't want to be mean your Caitlin. Oh, no. The other guy. Oh, what the fuck are his powers? Just big Randy Macho Man Savage over here. I assume I assume he was on the new slam packs, but. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Yeah. Bleeding black blood, though. So. Hey, man, that's pretty metal. Now, Arshay, I want you to know, now that I know you've also seen Ted Lasso, I was like, oh, I have to try to get Ted Lasso references in here. Good. Good. Football is life. Dan, did you did you like getting a little more time with your Kalen? It was funny. until I mean, until it wasn't, but it was still kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, we had the whole million dollar baby thing, and that kind of carried me through. <laughs> it was nice that Ruby got to like have like a bit of a date with Rickard. Kinda, yeah. I was like, you went out, you went out to a park for a picnic recently. You went to a club together. Spent the night. I think the last season he was never fucking around. Yeah, well, making up for lost time, I suppose. That's why he requested to stay in Riverside, even though you know Union has basically been uh, relegated to the sidelines. His girlfriend keeps uh, finding herself in trouble. Got to, got to stick around. Meanwhile, half the episode, I was sitting there like, oh my god, my kid's a nerd. Uh, you raised him, or didn't. Oh! 